You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. For all NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. <laughs> what? What up? What up? What up? What up? It is Golden Spaces, y'all. An Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Matt. And we are here. And you know what? We have vibes. Even though the Warriors did not have vibes. We have vibes. We may not be a nine today, but we have vibes. (laughs) Like a seven and a half, Justin? Is that fair to say? Woo! For Golden Spaces. Not All right, for Golden Spaces. Golden Spaces is a 10 always. Oh! For the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> always yeah. a 10? Yeah, it's always a 10 for Golden Spaces. Okay. For, so. For the boys. Woof. This game. Okay, I, I want to hear. I don't want to say what I think. I want to hear your thoughts on the game and, and see if we align at all. So let's just start. The Warriors lose to the to the Bulls. This is the game we're about to discuss. They lose to the Bulls. And the end, it sort of ended up being a blowout, but it wasn't really like that for most of the game. It's just when they kind of realized, like, they weren't going to get back in it. It was a wrap. But it was, they got down in the first quarter by, like, 15 points, something like that, maybe a little bit more. 17, I think. 17, okay. They climbed back in it. They climb back in in the half to actually take the lead by three to start the half. And then in the third quarter, even went up by like eight points. It looked like, okay, the dubs are here. They showed up. We ready now. And then, I don't know. All the, the things they were doing in the first quarter just started to kind of rear its ugly head again. And um, the game didn't totally get away from them, though, in the third um, they had got it down to four, and I think at the end it ended up being like six point deficit going in to the fourth quarter. And then I don't know what happened. There was a few too many Anthony Lamb minutes. He got like three or four fouls <laughs> pretty early, and they got he was like they got into the penalty pretty early in the fourth, and he accounted for I think at least two or three of those fouls. Um, and yeah, it just you know, they just, after that, they kind of never really got back in the game. So that's kind of what happened in the game. But now let's dig a little deeper. So I want to know your thoughts on the game because there have been a lot of takeaways from Mm -hmm. um, Dub's Twitter, which to me are still pretty extreme. But um, I understand. I understand why they're frustrated. I don't want to dismiss it. But I still think some of the takeaways that I'm seeing are extreme. So Justin, my lovely, lovely, lovely and wonderful esteem partner and, and 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 brain, brain child, brain, a little big part of the brain of this operation. Please yeah. talk, talk to the people, Justin. Let us know. 
What 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 is your takeaway? Um, it's this the same that it's always been for this season. They need to add something. I think we all well, most of us will acknowledge that they need to add front court help. But why is that your takeaway for this game in particular? Well, Draymond was not great. Um he's playing hurt, most likely, or gassed, or both. Looney the same, even though Looney didn't look as bad as Draymond looked. But it's just it's too much to ask for them to cover up for all the mistakes that are going on around them on the defensive end. I think, um, you know, Andrew coming back from his injury, it's taken him a while to get back to, you know, what he was or just even close to what he was. And what is this, his third game back or his fourth game back? This is fourth. Um, So you don't still think that's within a reasonable amount of time? Like you would consider this long at this point by the fourth game? Because I gave um, it like a three to five game window before I start to be like, okay. But I don't I don't know if that's right or wrong. I've, it's just kind of my Natalie no, I mean, <laughs> formula. Yeah. I think it's, like I said before, it's like person to person like thing. It's a case by case thing. So however long it takes him to get back, that's just how long it takes for him to get back individually. But it just seems like there are certain things that he could be attempting to do that I think he's being a little bit cautious on that I would just like to see him try. You know what I mean? Like, And do you on... think Do you think when he's being a little bit cautious, I mean, we don't know, but do you think that caution is, even if it's not intentional, like subconsciously, like he's worried about his body or, you know, I, I, I'm just, I'm asking because I've seen people with the, oh, Andrew's back to the soft shit. And, you know, I'm seeing things yeah, like that. Yeah, that's that's a bit weird um, because we've seen like early on in his Warriors like um, tenure, or whatever. Like there were questions about like how aggressive he could he was capable of being and how hard he was going to go. And I think he answered all of those questions in the playoffs last year, so we know it's in there. Um, and then this season, he's been on a tear shooting jump shots, um, but you know, the aggression that he was playing within the playoffs going towards the rim and dunking and stuff like that hasn't really been there, which is fine because as long as he's, he does it in the playoffs again, then it's okay. Um, but I do think, you know, he's thinking about something, you know, or like you say, whether it's unconscious or conscious, like he's, he's something is stopping him from, from playing his absolute um, hardest or at least for the majority of the time going to the rim, trying to grab rebounds, just certain stuff he's just not attempting to do. And he's settling for a lot of jump shots and stuff like that. So it's like I, I would like to see him just be a little bit more aggressive towards the rim, be a little bit more aggressive at point of attack on defense. Um, hasn't been great defensively since he got back, and I think that takes a little bit of time too. But, yeah, it's just something I, I noticed with that. And it's just like Draymond and Looney are just trying to take – responsibility or they just trying to cover up for so many mistakes that they just can't cover up for. Um, and then on top of that, we just cannot prevent teams from shooting open threes on the road. Guys are just overhelping. We already know who the main culprit is with this helping on the wrong side and just leaving guys open for threes and fouling them and all that type of stuff. So they just, they need help. They need more, they need more players in the front court. They need guys that can, defend on a string they need guys that can help dre and looney out they need guys that can play so looney can drake and can sit a little bit um and yeah that wasn't the reason that wasn't the main reason why they lost or the only reason why they lost tonight but i mean today 
but it's a big reason why their season has gone the way it's gone up to this point. And you can say, hey, if they had a different four and five, backup four and five this whole season, maybe the season looks a lot different at this point. And we're talking about something else. But now we're here and we still have no backup four and five for them. So, yeah. Well, yeah. So I had two takeaways from this game. My first one is that the reason they lost this game is because of the starters, but that doesn't mean that they're not like reasonable reasons for like, you know, some of it. I just, it was the starters. And so this thing when people like, because I, I like, I think it's fine to still think the team needs someone. Cause I think that too, but I think there's like a lack of acknowledgement. Like when people are just like, Oh, you know, like, the bench has showed up like the last couple of games, like the bench did what they should do as a bench. Um, and so when I say it was the starters, like I know that Loon and Dre are out there tired. So I say that with acknowledging that, but, um, and I also know that Andrew and Steph are working their way back from injury. So I just, in general, for me, not that like everything is an excuse for like them coming back for everything on the court, but in general, for me, when players first get back from injury, I just give them like a little, like, you know, grace period, like for them to kind of just get back to normal. So I love it when they come back and they just like pick up where they left off, but not everyone does that, you know? And so um, this is Andrew's first time returning from an injury of, of that much time. You know, I don't even know if it's the most like, um, like, it's not like the worst injury in the world, but it's a significant injury and it's one that caused him to miss, you know, a substantial amount of time, more than he's ever missed in his career. So I just expected that to impact him. Um, and then, you know, like with Steph, like my main thing to, with him tonight was like the turnovers, but not just him. Like, you know, Jordan had some turnovers, not as much as Steph. I think Steph had like eight. I mean, one of them was like a travel, but, you know, he still had like four of them were travels. A few of them. It might have been four. It might have been four. Yeah. So, I mean, um, but still, it's like, it's like, so out of eight turnovers, even if four of them were travels, you still have about four or five turnovers, which is high. Dre had five turnovers as well. Right. So, like, your main ball handlers just cannot have that many turnovers. Right. And, um, you know, like with stuff, it's like, I, like that, I'm not going to be like, you're just coming back. And so like, like you, you just can't be turning the ball over like that. Right. And so, um, so I guess my point is simply that like, you know, cause someone's like, oh yeah, you said they were figuring out things, you know, some goofy person on Twitter, like jumps in my mentions, like, hmm, they're figuring out things. Right. And I said, well, I mean, the starters still have to play well, <laughs> You know, they're not going to win a game when there's like all these turnovers and, you know, Dre and Loon aren't at their best and Wiggins is playing the way he is and like that. They're not going to win games like that. Like the, the starters are still required to show up. When I said they were figuring something out, it was the bench because remember to start the season, they had the best starting five in the league. So it wasn't the starters that were the issue. It was the bench. But now they have to put all of that together. So I'm still in a, they get about, I mean, I don't want them to go under 500, but they they do get like through the end of this road trip for me before I really start to like come to any conclusions. I mean, my only conclusion right now is that they still need someone um, in the front court. And I agree. I feel like, 
you're not seeing Loon or Dre be their most effective because they're spent, you know, like (laughs) they're spent. And um, I just don't know why that's not something that like, why the the fan base struggles to like kind of accept that, you know, it's like, oh, they had two days off. Oh, this, oh, that, you know, it's like, you know, even like Maples, you know, Jason, he like, I was talking with someone, you know, cause they were like, um, I just don't know why, like, you know, they like, I don't expect this team to make any kind of change, you know, um, he's like, they, they've just, they, they, this is who they are. They've accepted these habits or something like that. And I was like, I, you're not going to convince me that like the main guys have forgotten how to play winning basketball. Like, so no, mm-hmm. I don't believe like, this is just who Dre and Steph are now. And they're going to like, I like that. I'm not moved by that. Um, but Jason like hopped in at some point in the discussion was like, they're tired, <laughs> you know? And I was just like, I retweeted that. And I was sort of like, thank you. Because I feel like, you know, it's it's funny the things that people want to believe Steve Kerr on. Because when he says certain things, they'll be all like, you know, Steve Kerr. Da, da, da. But when Steve Kerr tells you he's concerned about Loon and Draymond, right? Mm-hmm. We we want to completely disregard that, you know. Right. Um, when Dante tells you they're tired, we want to disregard Dante. <laughs> mm-hmm. If God forbid I say it, I'm just like a, a Homer who's making excuses for them. So this coach, someone who coaches a college team, <laughs> who is a Lakers fan, not a Warriors fan, is telling you they're tired, right? There was like another Chicago fan I was going back and forth with. And he's just like that they're clearly fatigued, you know, like I like you play. So can you explain to us what it's like when you're playing and you're missing like five guys who should normally get minutes like what that's like? And I mean, maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit, but there was a time that they had Steph out, Wiggs out, um, Kaminga out, Jamichael. Mm hmm. Wiseman, and if it was a back-to-back clay so that's six guys oh and andre so (laughs) i mean what like and and they were playing like that for a while yes they had clay most of the time but they didn't have them all the time and they played for an extended period of time like that Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Not only did they play for an extended period of time like that, they played um, pretty much their hardest against the Grizzlies to beat them. Then they played the Hornets. They had to win that one late because it was a close game and they were they almost lost it. Then they played a back-to-back against Utah. Then they played a close game against the Trailblazers. Then they played a double overtime game against the Hawks. And it's like all that stuff adds up. All that and stuff in all those other games, before they even got to double overtime, they were playing th- well over thirty minutes. Exactly the Toronto, yeah, the the um, the road trip where Steph initially got hurt, they still had to play those games as well. Then they had to come home and all that type of stuff. So I mean, maybe as as somebody who plays or has played 
it definitely takes a toll on your body when you're expecting to play a certain amount of minutes, or even if you are expecting to play 35 minutes a game, but you just got to keep playing your absolute hardest to even win a game, you know, teams that you should be blowing out. You got to go down to the wire against that takes a toll on your body, takes a toll on you mentally, um, all that stuff. So it's, it's been something that we've been kind of talking about since early in the season when we saw that the Warriors starters were doing extremely well and their bench wasn't doing well. And you, we brought it up like, Hey, if the starters got to keep coming back in and saving these games to win, it's going to eventually catch up to them. They don't have enough help and they're on the bench for as far as front court. It's going to eventually catch up to Dre and Loon. And we've seen, I mean, Loon has, Loon has had good games here and there, but he hasn't been consistently good like he was at the beginning of the season for a while now. I mean, his, his legs are just, they're not all the way there. Um, and by the way, fatigue also seeps in when you're winning a lot too, right? Because like when teams get on these like stretches where they win like a lot of games, so then they don't want to lose, then you're also mentally like, putting forward like a lot each game as well and Mm -hmm. so you can get fatigued then too right fatigue is not just from lack of help because like no whether people want to admit it or not you don't put your all out for the entire time you're on the basketball court just like none of us put our all out for every single minute of the day we're at work and if you're put Mm -hmm. in a situation where you got to do that whether it's to win or to prevent yourself from losing that catches up to you yeah, and it's it's even worse when you're doing that and losing because then it's eventually it gets to a point like we're at now where it's like, oh, man, y'all got to win. So it's no rest. It's no taking plays off, stuff like that, because you keep stacking up losses and you're going to be in the play in. You keep stacking up losses and you miss the opportunity to gain ground in the standings. And they should be third right now. They should be third or second or something right now, to be honest. They've missed that opportunity potentially. Um, and it just you keep rolling the ball down the hill, whatever the, whatever the analogy is, you, you got to eventually make that leap and start stacking wins. But how hard, how much harder is you make, are you making that process by running guys into the ground, right? When you finally have the team all healthy and together, you might, you might be all healthy, but like if Dre and Loon are still tired, your, your chances to win are still diminished, right? So when it comes to that point where everybody's ready to go, quote unquote, who knows who's still going to be had the legs to actually make that push. Um, so that's where you kind of get into the danger zone with it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we sort of looked at their schedule and we're like, we don't really see places where they're going to be able to get much rest for those guys. So their only real rest is probably coming all-star break. All-star break right. And so, um, and when is the, when, when is the trade deadline? Um, I got to look that up. But okay. So, I mean, this is the situation the Warriors are in. And, February 9th. Huh? February 9th? Okay. So, I mean, look, this is the situation the Warriors are in. Like, whether you feel like it's because of two timelines, they bullshitted at the beginning. Whatever the reason is, this is where they are now. And this is what it is. So, like, trust me, Justin and I understand the frustration. But, um just be I guess what I'm saying is just try to to be a little um nuanced I don't know what the right word is but like the team has not forgotten how to play winning basketball they haven't but they're tired (laughs) they're tired and I mean like if you want to get mad at them for being tired then I guess but it's like 
they're human. You know, I'm like the things that I get tired by is for doing things for too long. Right. Like I was not someone who was so anti the two timelines. Right. Um, And I think even if Jamichael alone would have worked out, they might be okay. But Jamichael didn't work out and Wiseman didn't take a leap. So two things happened, right? Like, I think if either or of those things happened, they'd probably be okay as long as both of those guys remained healthy. So the fact that neither one of them are healthy doesn't really matter to me because they weren't that helpful when they were playing, right? And so that's why you don't hear me talking about their injuries as much as I'm talking about the Kaminga injury because he was actually helping. He was helping and they don't have him. So the reason I talk about a trade and or using that last roster spot like on a buyout candidate is because I really believe they just need another person. I don't believe that they didn't try to. I think that's what Jermichael Green was supposed to be for. And he just hasn't panned out. You know, um, and that just is what it is. So that hasn't worked out and I think they need to fix it. And what worries me is that I'm not certain they're going to. I mean, we've heard that, you know, we've heard their name mentioned in the trade market. Right. So we know it's not like it's we haven't heard like, oh, the Warriors are just standing pat or they're not. You know, we've right. heard. So we we know that it's on their radar. Will something happen? This team does is not traditionally a team that makes like they've gotten rid of people like they got rid of Brad Wanamaker but they didn't bring someone else on so they don't traditionally do things like this so I think that's why some of us are like what well, is it gonna happen you know and so that's that's the part that concerns me all right y'all thanks for listening we still got more to go but you tuned into Golden Spaces an Odyssey original podcast it's Nat it's Justin we'll be right back